Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast, and this is another episode. Um, I don't know the title, but I know that we're talking about color of skin, and we're talking about the diversity of the human race. Well, I kind I don't know, but it's just now that I just use the word diversity. I kind of stayed away from it because it's been used in some things that I don't. It's been used in some things that I don't agree with, but I think that the word diversity is beautiful. It's diversity, unity, and it's just so beautiful. And I want my aim with this episode is to display the beauty and the heart of God in creating us as such, and to you know, kind of open up to help open our minds to see that hey. We're more alike than we thought, and to open our minds to be like, "Hey, we're we're slightly different, and that's okay. That's beautiful. Not like, oh, I'm different. I'm better than you. Or like I'm different. I'm less than you. But I'm, but like we're different, and we're the same, and that's beautiful. And." That's wonderful, you know? So, yeah, that's that's kind of like the aim of this episode. I won't really talk much about, like, um, about, like, about, like, racism. Um, but I'm, I'm just, primarily, the episode is about displaying the heart of God and creating us with our minor differences. Yeah, let's get into the episode. Okay, guess where I'm recording. Last time I was recording, I was recording outside my house. And uh, the time before that, it was in my bedroom. And the time before that, the last episode, welcome to 2023, and saying goodbye to 2022, I was recording at my friend's house. And guess where I'm recording today? Today, I'm in the park, in a tree, and that's where I'm recording. So, yeah, that's, that's where I am. So, if you hear noise in the background, yeah, that's why, but... It's still in the morning. It's like, what? what's the time? And also there's like a dog barking. It's 9.06, six minutes past nine. So, yeah. Um, you know, I'm thinking of continuing this later if that dog doesn't stop. But where is life at? Life is going pretty good. God is good. Um, yeah, I received an email. Um, really touched my heart. Last Sunday was awesome. God spoke to me. And uh, we just, I had an encounter with God. And I'm going to talk about that in this episode because it's it's relevant to it. Um, um, a nice lady last Sunday named Rachel prayed for me. And I can't wait to go to church tomorrow. Today, Saturday, tomorrow. So I, she said that, hey, come come tell me how how it goes and uh, I can't wait to go to her tomorrow and tell her that man the, when you prayed it's like something was released 
yeah. Um, and also, um, the week has also not been so great. I mean, in the week, um, I just had, uh, I just had two moments, two down moments, where I just felt so discouraged. Actually, I didn't feel so discouraged, but rather, I had, like, maybe if not even hours, maybe like a few minutes of being discouraged, but those were kind of dissipated. Um, and, uh, but I think that I am more hopeful than ever. Um, I have more strength than ever. I believe that the Lord is doing great things, and I'm really, really thankful for that. And there's a lot of great things coming up, of which I don't know all of them, but I'm just looking forward, just like all of y'all. And, yeah. So, um, that's pretty much where life's at. And, of course, there's a busy lifestyle. I don't really like to use the word busy. But, yeah, there's... Okay, I'll use the word preoccupied. There's a preoccupied lifestyle. Um, with school, school has me taken. Like, most of my time, the majority of my time. It's only today. Today is Saturday, and I was supposed to go to school, but my my teacher canceled yesterday. So, got a free Saturday, and tomorrow Sunday, it's church. I'm yet to, you know, so school has has me consumed, but I I've made it a point to still to still make time to, you know, at least at the end of the day, just at least a few minutes, pray to God. It doesn't have to be a long prayer, just maybe short prayer, because in God can understand. And besides, when we pray, we, we don't pray for God's sake, we pray for our sake, because we're the ones who need it. So depending on how much we need it, you know, and how the Spirit leads us, then that's how we'll pray, that's how we'll have our quiet times. Yeah. So... I make it a point to do that and also a few other things and also record this podcast. Um, I don't know. John Bevere in an episode I listened to in the wilderness <laughs> broke me. It broke me. That episode broke me. I think it was good or God, something about that. But it's on a podcast faith life church um faith life family church yeah audio podcast um and he was talking about good or god and he said that trust me you have time and i was like i kind of do but i just suck at managing it and the rest of the time that i have i'm very preoccupied and i don't know how to arrange it well you know so yeah i've been learning about that i've been learning along with the spirit about how to manage my time um but whenever i get the opportunity to record the podcast and look in the most unusual of settings i'm in the park in a tree recording an episode so how cool is that i i want i like the spontaneity the episodes have taken the spontaneity that the podcast has taken and uh, yeah 
So, yeah, there's a lot of things going on, but let's get into the episode. No, no, no. You know what? I I want I want it to be so that when I'm done with where life's at, we get into the episode. So, other, another thing is like relearning, relearning French, and how's that going? That's going really great. I think I've, I'm doing really good. So, what has helped me? is like i told I, I i told you about immersing myself i think that's a strategy that the spirit gave me and so i did i did immerse myself immerse myself did i um <laughs> i i immersed myself and um i immersed myself and i did so mostly through songs and what other songs and Christian songs because because the songs that, that I listen to that I love the most are Christian songs I don't want songs with like cussing and cursing and with not a good message in my playlist um, but yeah um, they're Christ, Christian songs and I have a relationship with Christian songs that it, it runs deep. Um, somewhere in 2018, I discovered, actually I didn't discover, but like I heard this song by Hillsong, this album, Let There Be Light, and the song Love So Great changed my life. And so I, I, I heard it in my teacher's car when we were driving back from his spelling bee. I don't know if I had gone to the next round of that spelling bee or if that was the round where I was eliminated because I think they wanted two two people to go. But I was like number three tied with some other guy. You know, kind of like the guy you see in Akil and the Bee. It was like <laughs> that guy who was like the, who was supposed to be like the first. Like, yeah. I was tied, and my friend, the one who was in the episode, um, and um, and I don't know who else went, but they proceeded to the next level. So anyway, yeah. Um, what am I saying? Oh, I I discovered. I, so on the way back in my teacher's car, my English teacher, and. Uh, there's this song playing. I'm like, whoa, this is like the songs at church. And I'm like, and I heard the sound. I didn't even hear the words well. And I was like, man, what is this? What are these songs playing? And I'm like, can you send these to us? And so she like made a CD and gave it to us. And that CD changed my life. I never got to thank her. I'll, I, I'll write a message to her. I don't know. I think that I, I think that writing messages is kind of something I've gotten good at. Like I'll write a message. I'll write a message, a thought-out message. Like put thought, you know. Like and recently, the most recent of those messages was to my math teacher, and I was like, oh my gosh, and. The next day I was like, why'd I do that? Anyway. But I, I think it was for the best. Because I feel that maybe this period had given me the A-OK. -okay. So anyway. 
that CD changed my life. And ever since then, I've fallen in love with Christian music. And I think it's the best kind of music in the world, music that praises God. I mean, it's led me into the discovery of us as worshipers. And um, also, I, I don't know, I feel to say this, but I feel like a lot of encounters with God happen when we worship Him. When we worship Him, when we worship Him, we're not making God feel good about Himself, but rather, we're reminding our worship. It's like we're speaking to God of how He is, and it's the Spirit opens our eyes to see just that, just how great He is, just how good He is, just how loving He is. God already knows how good He is. God has a very good self-esteem, the best, the eternal self-esteem. So He doesn't need our worship, but but it, rather it more reveals God's God to us when we worship. And I I've noticed I'm, I was saying that I've noticed that a lot of encounters happen when when we worship God, a lot of visions, a lot of, you know, the pictures that God gives, and sometimes even words that God give happen in worship. And I think that worship is a portal into God's heart. It connects us to God's heart, and the Spirit just downloads truth and just revelation into our hearts in, in, in like, in like five minutes or three minutes or something of worshiping God. And I think that the fact that Christian music not only connects with us on an emotional level, but on it connects us to God on a spiritual level, I would have to say that's the best kind of music ever. So where was I going with this anyway? So, ah, gosh, I forgot. Anyway, but great stories, right? Anyway, yeah, that's, that's, that is, it is kind of where life's at. Um, I'm thinking of writing a song. Actually, I received the melody, like, I only received the melody, and I was like, man, this melody sounds so familiar, and it, and it probably is familiar, but I, but I, I got it from the Spirit, and I felt like this is a melody of hope. This is a song of 2023, and I want to record that so yeah let's get into the episode hey again um so uh, again i'm i don't know if this if that part ever made it into the episode but i think it did um, i think i'm sticking with it but so first of all i kind of want to tell you a little story about my church um, I really love my church I would have to say I am in love with my church last time I last time I made an episode I said I was in love with the song uh, which is how great thou art but I guess the literal translation is God Almighty or Almighty God but and I still am I still am Although I have found new songs, a new batch of songs, I have this playlist built up in Spotify. And this playlist is like my ultimate, my ultimate playlist. I usually, when, when I have a playlist, I don't mix like different types of, of, of like Christian music that I listen to. Um, 
but right now i have mixed the french ccm i have mixed i have mixed english ccm and i have put in christian hip-hop and uh, that's basically what i have like if if there's any more christian any more type of genres of christian music like and really great songs great message great revelation I, I i'm willing i want to add it i want this to be my ultimate playlist and the title of the playlist i titled it un nouveau playlist which means a new playlist although you know i i it feels so weird mixing languages i tell you okay but anyway yeah i want to tell you this story about me at my church it's my church i love my church in fact two nights ago i gave a speech to my family i preached a message to my family telling them about how about this movement that's happening at my church in december i was i was telling you about bethel and i love what's happening at bethel but i think i'm i'm, I'm i i am beginning to feel the same way about my church in that it is local there's something going on and I want to be a part of that movement so let me tell you basically like a short story of that I gave my family like that speech for like 20 minutes or something so here's what happened um I would always go to church now do note that my church is a multi-colored church very multi-colored um and I and I and I love that but and um I just love, I, I love that, I love that. And I love the unity of that. But when I would always go there, I would always feel like, I would always feel this tension, this sort of separation. Um, not that anyone was was doing that to me. It's, and it's not that I believed that, it's more that what I felt and what I believed were not the same thing. and. I would feel this this tension, this separation, this sort of resentment and uh, bitterness, I guess. Um, and, uh, you know, sometimes I, I wish I wasn't so human. But let's continue. Um, well, I mean, because I, I to be human means that you have you feel in ways that you you feel in ways that you don't want to feel sometimes it makes you vulnerable you know um so yeah uh i would i would feel like that and i, I just try to deal with that and, and i would pray to god and say god please help me so sorry about that um do mind i am outside like you know like in a playground um so um I would pray to God and say, God, please help me. Um, I wouldn't He, I wouldn't tell him like the, the whole story. I wouldn't tell him the whole thing because he knows it. Uh, but basically what I was implying by that was, God, you know that I believe differently, but I feel differently than I believe. And I feel like it's going to be a, it's going to be like a stumbling block. It's going to be a wall in the way of me just having great conversations with with great people and just fellowshipping and fellowshipping with them and encountering you in this room in this place full of believers and and so i would pray that and every time 
God don't, would always do, like, opened up, opened up. Um, well, that was until six Sundays ago. Six Sundays ago, I believe, I was at church, and I had this really amazing encounter. And it was sort of like the encounter in September of 2021. And that's like, wow, <laughs> a while ago. Um, that's over a year ago. But I had this encounter and this encounter, it, it was like Jesus was standing right in front of me. He had told me, get on your knees. And I was on my knees and then he got on his knees. And this time, Okay, well, I don't know if he got on his knees anymore. I don't know. But this time, I know he was, he was right in front of me. And we talked. We talked basically about life. And I love this about being at church because when we talk like that, when we have encounters like that, it's not that my spiritual life is built on encounters. Because if it is, then it's not a very strong spiritual life. Although encounters are a very important part of, of one's spiritual life. I'm saying that when I have encounters like this, it's really, it's a special moment. It's a God come down to earth moment. God is omnipresent, but it's like a moment where God steps down in the Garden of Eden and starts asking, Adam, where are you? It's like God steps into the Garden of this earth and starts and starts asking, even though he knows, he starts asking, Dill, where are you in life? Where are you? How are you feeling? What are you going through? And uh, it was sort of like that, and he really spoke to me. And I just want to tell you what the Holy Spirit did, okay? So, okay, and also I forgot to mention, I was sitting next to this, to this guy who has become my friend over, who has become my friend. Um, he he invited me to sit next to him. Uh, I usually sit with my family, but he invited me to sit to sit next to him with his mom. And I was like, sure, sure, why not? And so anyway, I was just worshiping, and, and I found every time you worship and you're about to hit breakthrough in worship, the devil's gonna tell you, stop. You're being too loud. You're you're you know you're disturbing people. You're being too vibrant, too. You're moving way too much or stuff like that. And the devil will try to stop you because he knows that there's breakthrough coming. So I was just worshiping like that. And then I was like, hey, I'm not worshiping for anyone. And I'm worshiping my God. And besides, we're, we're the same, aren't we? We're the same. And, and I just continued worshiping and uh, worshiping. And then God gave me this image because keep in mind I was still feeling this sort of tension and God gave me this image and he linked it with Revelation chapter 7 and he says and I saw people and I saw multitudes dressed in white robes of every nation and every tribe and every tongue standing before the Lamb and before the throne of a holy God and they had palm branches in their hands singing before God and God linked this verse to this picture he gave me I don't think it was necessarily a vision but he linked this verse to this picture he gave me and this picture was of multi multi-colored people all together and it was that it was amazing in that we were the same but even we were the same and we were 
and we were different, but we were the same. Even it, it we sh- it's not the difference to focus on the most. It's the it's the sameness, but we were there and we were united by that. We had a passion for God, and and then I and and then the the, the crazy thing, the amazing thing is that when I opened my eyes, that was what was right in front of me. That was what my church represented, and I felt and I received this from God that my church was a representation of heaven on on earth. My church was a representation of God's heart and dream for humanity that is color color of skin wise my church was a representation of God's dream for humanity in terms of color of skin and it just blessed my heart completely tore me apart and uh, and of course uh, those thoughts those feelings were not were not from me they were sort of like from the devil like you can't pretend there's no history and uh, you know but it just blessed my heart what the spirit showed me he really touched my heart with that encounter he tore me apart and uh, that's what I want to do with this episode I I, I don't know I don't I, I wanted to I wanted it to be structured and very you know uh, but it's not and that's okay and I've been very preoccupied I think part of my busyness is self-induced because I think I've kind of drowned myself in schoolwork to kind of like not mind what's happening like in my life the things that are happening in my life um, but I, back to what I was saying is though I've been busy though I've busied myself and though I have found it hard finding the time or the place um, I, I, I here I am here I am and um, it's gonna be fun you know I just took 11 minutes recording the story of church and that's gonna be basically the revelation the the supersized revelation that God gave me in like a few seconds are what I'm gonna be discussing in this episode and um, yeah stick around for that yeah now do mind it's been a while since I last recorded my where life sad doesn't probably my where life sad of this episode doesn't probably match where life sad so I'm just gonna take like a minute or two to describe where life sad where well um, life is going, it's going, <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's okay, I guess, um, but emotionally, I have been all over the place, um, two Sundays ago, something happened to church, and, um, it was both wonderful, and also confusing, but I'm just, I'm just, you know, in the, even in the midst of that, I'm just trying to, like God, what is your way forward? What do you want me to do? You know, how would you like me to go about this? You know, because obviously I want your will. And um, for the first two days after that Sundays, that Sunday, I felt like God and I, for the first time in a really long time, we're not on the same page. I felt like we had two different wills. He had his will, which was something else, and I was willing, I wanted something else, and that thing else is 
and that thing else right now at this moment because it's such a good thing I don't know I don't know if it's God's will or not and now regarding that God hasn't told me like oh choose this or choose that or do this or do that but he's been very supportive and very patient with me coming to see his will which I think I know intrinsically internally um, and I know this can this can kind kind of kind of confusing but you know in due time you'll know in due time so yeah that's where life's at and I and I've been looking at it February passing by and I'm like I don't want to February's passing by you know the 14th passed by and it, that was Valentine's Day um well I, I I had a saying at the beginning of the week um today's Friday um the 17th I believe um and I, my saying was Friday uh, okay sorry 14th of February 2022 I wrote the definition of love according to 1st Corinthians 13 14th of February 2023 I I I stood very confused and undecided and you know but I believe that God and I were going somewhere and I may not know exactly where but I trust him you know even romance wise I trust him I think he has a plan and I don't know what that plan is I don't know there the how the what the when um, but I do know this he has a plan yeah so yeah that's I took three minutes so yeah that's that So do know that this whole episode is going to be based on the passage in Revelation I just mentioned a while ago. And by the way, still in the playground. And the time right now is 6 p.m. And, uh, you know, um, let me see. Someone just sent me a message. Oh, <laughs> it's it's the friend I mentioned earlier. Okay, let me search. I'm in my Bible app. I'm searching it. Like, I don't know. Oh, it, it's Revelation 7. Oh, I mentioned that. You know, I have such a, you know, fun fact about me, I have such a good memory. I remember, I literally, and you can dispute me on this, but I remember being a baby. I'm not saying I remember being born, but I remember being a baby. I was a baby and I was covered in a blanket and I had two teddy bears right beside me. And my mom affirmed it. I remember being a baby. Yeah. Um, okay, well, let me see. I'm going forward. Oh, I haven't even gone to the passage. Revelation chapter 7. Would you turn there with me if you can? So do know my podcast has not gone the way that I for, I at first wanted, wanted it to be. But I think I really like the way that it's gone. It's gone very spontaneous. And it takes a lot of pressure away from me to try to be formal. I don't really like the idea of impressing people, which is why sometimes I may say something that may sound offending, but it's not really. But I don't really care to mention that, oh, I mean this and not that. Um, 
because I just don't want to care. I just don't want to care what people think. If it's negative, I don't care about it. You know, Paul phrases it like this, um, and and this is a life lesson. Paul says that, hey, I don't care if people judge me. I don't care about people's judgment. Heck, I don't even judge myself. I only care about God's judgment. And I believe that is somewhere in, I don't know, Galatians. I'm lost in regards to that. Um, I don't know. It must be one of the short letters of Paul, so I don't know. Okay, so let me see. Let me see. Oh, here I am. Revelation chapter 7. Now it's talking about the children of Israel. I don't know if it's the literal children of Israel. It's talking about the 144,000. But this picture is, is this passage is connected to the picture that the Holy Spirit gave me. He gave me the passage and the picture and he was also encountering me at the same moment. So this is what the passage says. After this I looked and there before me was a great multitude that no one could count from every nation, tribe, people and language standing before the throne before the lamb they were wearing white robes and holding palm branches in their hands and they crowd and they cried out in a loud voice salvation belongs to our god who sits on the throne and to the lamb hallelujah ain't that good in heaven all that gonna be past and we're gonna be like this this is a picture of heaven and why don't we bring heaven to earth why wait till heaven why wait till heaven so first i'm going to go back to adam and eve sorry about the airplane um <laughs> i don't know i got away from the house and i promise and i promise you that my house is way louder than the outside i promise you um so Oh, what was I saying? Back to Adam and Eve. Okay, here's my belief. We are not, first of all, it's not my belief. This is the truth. The truth is we are not descended from monkeys or from some organism that crawled up on the sea, on the, on the, uh, like, on a beach somewhere and then became this multicellular complex organism that we, that we are today. Um, uh, yeah, like, even like you look at the stuff that we're like right now at school in in life sciences which is biology we're we're doing this thing we're doing uh what are we doing again <laughs> we're doing meiosis meiosis and all of that and you look at that and you're like that can't come from a monkey and so i always thought that was that was foolish that was garbage um but i I, it's sad, you know, to that very scholastic and academic men and women are so devoted to this myth, to this myth, to this very, it's probably way harder to believe that we came from monkeys than to believe in a loving God, you know? But anyway, back to my point back to Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve were 6,000 years ago. Now, I don't know with full certainty what the how old the earth is, but I believe, don't listen to what, what science says, the first humans, age of the earth, 
my belief about the same as Adam and Eve, and I believe it was created in literal days. I think it's most probable in, that it's, it was created in literal days. Now, do mind my words, they're very specific. Um, now, back to Adam and Eve. My belief about Adam and Eve, first of all, as a, as a Christian, our belief and the truth of the matter is we came from Adam and Eve. We all came from Adam and Eve. Now, for for there to be the colors, the the beautiful colors of skin that there are, is is that the probability? It's probable, highly probable, that Adam and Eve were probably brown-skinned, brown-skin colored, because you can get light skin from brown skin and dark skin from brown skin, but you can't get light skin from dark skin and and dark skin from light skin you know so adam and eve were probably brown and um the whole old testament is a very complicated part of the bible um but we'll get back to that some other time um adam and eve were probably brown and so you progress you progress you progress i don't know when it happened but the descendants of Noah spread out throughout the earth. Remember, before the flood, all of them wiped out. Only Noah and his family remained. The descendants of Noah spread out throughout the earth. I don't know about the, what is it? The Pangea separating. Um, do I believe in that? I think so. Um, as, to how it ha as to how it happened, I don't think it was over millions and billions of years. Um, but this I do know that the children of Noah spread out all throughout the earth they went to great places um the majority of the bible happens okay the bible happens in the the majority i happens in the middle east and um there are the majority though the majority happens in the middle east um other, the other descendants of noah spread out to places like north america and south america and africa and australia and 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 east asia and all of that and we just took over the globe which was what god intended that be fruitful and multiply like be all over the earth you know um and so yeah that happened and then a few hundred years ago about okay well i don't know but but some maybe for thousands of years then there was well i don't know when this started but it started somehow in the old testament in genesis it it started um well slavery started in, in genesis and 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 then you go forward and uh the part of history that's hard for us to talk about is like before the 2000s before the 2000s like it's really it's it's kind of rough to talk about you have uh, you have slavery and of course slavery has existed for thousands of years all the way back to genesis not god's plan but it existed um, and uh, you have things such as colonizations and all of that, and you look at all of that, and 
sometimes you listen to that and you're like, that is so heartbreaking. Um, but as to that, you know, we can't undo the past. And um, the, ma the majority of us, we don't think like the people from the past. So that's a reason, that's something good about being born in the, in the 2000s. Um, it's that I was born into this era where it's no longer, it's longer put systematically that we're separated because of our color of skin, but rather because, but that we can come, that we can come together, we can gather, we can gather in churches and all of that. And I'm just amazed. I'm completely amazed. I'm, in fact, mind blown. You know, last year I read um, Martin Luther King's famous speech, I Have a Dream speech. Never watched the video or listened to the audio, but I, um, I read that speech and it really moved me. Now, I'm not here to, in this episode, I'm not really like seeing that, like, saying that oh there's oppression and we need to deal with this um i'm more focusing on the beauty of why god created us different in skin color it's for the purpose of gen of revelation 7 that's what he wanted see god likes variation if there's no variation it's boring in fact god likes variation so much that there was First of all, Adam at the beginning, he was like, you know what, it's not good for the man to be alone. Let there be some variation. And there, there is woman, you know? Like, God likes variation in his human beings who are created in his image. And it's just mind-blowing. And that's the beauty. That's the beauty of our skin color. And for thousands of years has been a reason of separation. And uh, it's sad, you know, because God liked the variation and the beauty and the unity of it. But we humans saw that and we're like, we're different. Let's, you know, we're different. We can't mix and all that. And I'm not really here to talk about the past because um, it's a hard past, but I'm here to talk about the future and say that, you know what, sometimes you'll feel like you, you may believe all the right things, but sometimes you may feel like I did at church. Um, although this will vary from person to person about how they feel. Sometimes you may feel about this topic like I did. and. Um, you may, even though you believe differently but that doesn't mean that you should accept that feeling because feelings are very fickle they pass away they come and go very quickly trust me I know about that um, and uh, what the the only thing that we can do is just um, and for the majority of us is I'm not telling us something that we don't already know is 
the only thing that we can do is if we're dealing with stuff like that is pray to God and just do the opposite of the feelings that counter do what you believe not what you feel you know do as you believe not as you feel and uh, I feel that it's wonderful um, I wanted to put in some fun facts um, do you know that um, you know that since the globe is tilted is tilted right um, at about I don't know 37 degrees or something like that um, since the globe is tilted, um, in the nor the northern hemisphere doesn't have as much sun as a as isn't exposed to the sun as much as the southern hemisphere. So in the northern hemisphere, people are typically typically have lighter skin color. They have less melanin so that they can absorb more sunlight. Remember, sunlight, vitamin D, all that, strong bones. Um, and in the southern hemisphere, people have more melanin, which results in darker skin color, so that because it protects them from the ultraviolet rays of the sun, because the sun is so hot in the southern hemisphere, it's so intense, especially at the equator. Um, but God, God, event, it's not mutation or evolution. It's it's the inbuilt adaptation that God put in humans, and uh, and um, now and now you would you would wonder that well there are darker skinned people living in the, in the northern hemisphere and lighter skinned people living in the southern hemisphere and all that and there they haven't changed well now it's it now it comes down to parent from from what from. I don't know what what's the word to use. It comes from parent from the parents, you know, because it's easier to for it to come from the parents than for every offspring to adapt to its, you know, climate or or something. So, yeah, that's that. And that it's really amazing, you know. And um, do you know that by the way, that we humans are ninety nine point nine nine percent alike. And I know that they say that we are similar to, that our DNA is similar to that of monkeys and apes and stuff, but I don't believe none of that junk. Believe the Bible. Um, and uh, if, you, if, you, if, you, if you've heard some things about evolution, it says that uh, lighter, the lighter skinned people came from this ape and darker skinned people came from this ape and brown skinned people came from this ape and can you hear how it's so much hard work to believe in such a great myth? I read this really great piece by C.S. Lewis, and it was the funeral of a great myth. He was talking about the birth, how the, the ideology of evolution came about, and he mentioned points like evolution was, was already brewing in the culture from like 17th century and stuff, and science, to remain popular, you know, met up with the with the myth you know so yeah I, I, I'm I just love what God is doing and um, it's if you look at the past it's a it's a hard past but I believe that God wants us to reconcile I believe that God wants us to 
break the silence with one another. I believe that God wants us to interact with one another. I believe that God wants us to get to know one another and know what kind of people we are. And sure, there is racism in the world, but but sure, there is racism in the world, but you know, but it should that should not stop you from interacting with great people from getting to know one another you know it's amazing um i think that it's really cool that god is doing this thing on planet earth and it, it we i know there's ne a lot of negative stuff said about us born after or <laughs> 2000 and stuff but this is one thing that though in the world their racism has evolved and it's longer against it's racism has evolved in so many different ways now it's racism against white people and there's still racism against black people and all of that anybody can be racist but if say you had you felt anything like that you shouldn't embrace that identity that's not who you are you shouldn't embrace that falsehood of believing that about someone else that's not who you are you know i believe that there's, there's great things in the future and uh, just interact with with people and uh, get to know people and I, d I there's this term i heard i've heard i see i'm i'm so not caught up on modern culture on pop culture and i'm so glad that's one thing about me even though i'm born after 2000 that i love that <laughs> i'm kind of a little behind um this term colorblind well i think that the idea behind the term colorblind is a great idea in that we don't treat each other based on our color uh, we, we shouldn't treat each other based on our color, but I don't think we ought to be colorblind. Then if we're, if we're to be colorblind, then why did God make us in different spectrums of color, you know? So we don't treat each other in, in, in based on our colors, but we, but we also appreciate our colors. The we appreciate the diversity. We appreciate God's artwork. We appreciate beauty because God appreciates beauty. The reason beyond God creating this spectrum of colors is because it was beautiful. And also, I forgot to mention one more fun fact about African hair. Um, is that the reason, you know, I, I used to think that, man, why is African hair different? Why is it? curly like that um i was like is it made of different stuff you know and looked it up on the internet and um turns out our hair is made of the same stuff exactly the same stuff forgot the name of it um i remember so many things but forgot this one things i remember dates months how many weeks ago but i forgot this i don't know is it the stuff that nail is made out of is it keratin Okay, well, whatever hair is made out of, it's made of the, of the same stuff. Oh. It's made out of the same stuff. Yeah, I'm headed back home. But, I think I read this, that the reason that it's like that, it's also adaptation, not evolution. And, again, it's way harder to believe in evolution than it is. It's easier to believe in a loving God than to believe 
in evolution evolution sounds way way more impossible you know so anyway um yeah um it's adaptation for for the african african sun because it's so hot um it the curly puffy hair um um has actually like holds air like air like in its midst you know to cool the head in the hot african sun so yeah that's just one more fun fact you know and uh i just want to say that let us appreciate the beauty that god intended in creating us in this different in in this spectrum of different colors but let us also see that god wasn't saying that we're different but he was saying that we're beautiful you know that we're wonderful so yeah that's that's what this episode is about i hoped it would be more structured less noisy and all that but it's not and i'm okay with that and given how my lifestyle has become i'm glad it, i recorded this and um yeah that is that yeah so another interesting fact is is that is that is this matter of of trying to change one skin color well one can try but they can't really succeed much at it uh because it causes a lot of damage see god intended for you to have the color of skin that you do it's beautiful and to try to change it would be an insult to the creator saying that i don't like what you did i don't like that and it's interesting because darker skin people try to lighten their skin and lighter skin people try to darken their skin and uh, maybe the point that the point that we should all come to is maybe we're not we're amazing just the way we are maybe god was right in creating us the way that we are and uh, to try to change that would be an insult to him and to appreciate that but to also appreciate the to also appreciate other human beings is is beautiful you know i, I i've used the word beautiful a lot of times in this episode and i believe that it fits on so many levels so yeah that's that here's what i meant to say um in the second part is that and to appreciate one's given skin color and to appreciate other human beings given skin color is praise to the creator see the point that i'm trying to make here is you are not a mistake the shade of skin that you were born with the name that you were born with the family you were born into and the country you were born into the gender you were born into all of that you are not a mistake and uh, nowadays we're i don't know we're sort of dealing with this colorism and it's not okay and we got to attack it you know and 
get back to how the creator intended it. So that was my point with this whole episode. Yeah. So one last time, let me read that passage again because God blew my mind that Sunday. So after this, I looked and there before me was a great multitude that no one could count from every nation, tribe, people and language standing before the throne and before the Lamb. They were holding, they were wearing white robes and were holding palm branches in their hands and they cried out in a loud voice. Salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. That is God's dream. That fulfills God's heart. And so I hope you enjoyed the episode that it spoke to you. It certainly did to me. It wasn't as noiseless as I hoped it would be, as structured as I hoped it it would be. But it was definitely more spontaneous and more (laughs) going with the flow. And um, I like that. I like that. I may not, I, I did not intend, it originally want it, but I like that. So I'm glad you listened. And um, I hope you, from, you learned, you, I hope that you, from now on you, you learn that don't treat yourself horribly because you sometimes feel a certain way. Don't think you're a horrible person but rather sometimes your feelings don't match what you believe and only God can heal that you know so let God heal the wounds of the past um, the offense of the past the um, what are how our ancestors treated each other in the past and all that let God heal that and you know and just surrender to him and i believe he'll do many many things so um, i hope this episode blessed you it definitely blessed me um the next episode coming up is this is gen z and then there's a scratch on the gen z part and then it continues saying the saying jacob the generation that seeks that seeks your face and uh yeah, that's it for now. And also, I'm writing a song. Um, it's uh, the first song that I'm writing that's originally in French. And the song is Me Voici Encore. It means Here I Am Again. Um, and I'm translating it and it, because I have my friend at church that I, who is like very musical. I want him to see it. I want him to give me his input for him to help me with the instrumental parts and all that because... I have no instruments at the moment, so yeah, that's that, and though it's been a while, I'm hoping to get back and like do more, and though it's been busy, I want to continue with, even though it's spontaneous and not really as I planned, and um, maybe the next episode will be an episode like, let's catch up again, you know, yeah, so I'll see you next time, bye-bye.